Hello and welcome along to The Hype and the Hope. I'm Shari. I'm Mike. And every episode we attempt to talk about three things. The first being, hey, what's a game that we've decided to add to our collection despite constantly whining that we don't have room for any more games? And what's a game that we didn't add to our collection, often on the basis that we don't have room for every game? But it was tempting. And finally, what's a game that we did add and now we've played it and we see what we think? Yes. Does it deserve to be in our collection? All games deserve a good home, though. Well, most of them. Should we just plunge right ahead and talk about the first game? Yes. So the game that we've decided to add to our collection is Three Ring Circus from Devere. And my chief argument for adding it is it's Devere and Shari wants it. Oh, well, see, I wrote, assume Mike is for this game because Devere plus good bits plus okay theme. Why not? I, I think we had you at Devere. Yeah, Devere are just on fire at the moment. They were, they're doing what Capstone were doing a few years ago for me, you know, and okay. releasing... A lot of just really nice quality products and good games and Devere are now one of my most reliable Capstone is Crusaders or no? No, that's um, okay. TMG. So what's the, what do you think is the Capstone game that I like the least? Oh, you know, don't ask me this question because I'm going to show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, we'll leave that yeah. for another time. Okay, so mostly it is just... Coffee traders. Stop. I love coffee traders. Yeah, but that just only goes to show how much you love the other Capstone games, like other one that will pop into my head in a moment. Okay, I I told you to drop it. (laughs) All right. Mr. Doesn't Take Any I got lots of Capstone games that are good. Maracaibo, I think, is Capstone. Oh, we're not talking about that again. Not after yeah. the Maracaibo dice fiasco. Uh, fine, yeah, time. it's not called Maracaibo dice. It's called Pirates of Maracaibo. Okay, so just Devere, tell me how you feel about the circus theme. Because I wrote that you're probably okay with it, but tell me more. I'm not overly inspired by the circus theme, but it looked jolly and, you know, lighthearted, yet Euro-y, which was something that it's kind of nice to come away from dry themes for Euros and why not have a circus theme? And the last time you went to the circus, you were... Mike's just silently shaking Mildly entertained? Oh, no, I meant age. (laughs) Oh, um, I can't remember. Okay, but you have been to the circus because I wasn't sure that you'd even ever been to a circus. Uh, Cirque du Soleil, I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe once, and I don't know what it was. You know, it's like they, you know, those seedy circuses that you've seen here that go around and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't have anything that amazing here in Australia. Well, maybe not our part of yeah. Australia. Right. Well, I don't know if they're seedy. They're just, uh, they've, well, I guess many circuses just blow into town. That is historically accurate. And we will be, when we play this game, blowing into different towns. Do you know, in the two-player game, we have a choice of, I think, starting with Boston or Indianapolis. Oh. Do you have an immediate preference? I have no idea because I've no idea. Yeah, I know Indianapolis is in Indiana. Very good. And Boston is over by the water because it's in Massachusetts. Yes, okay. And that's all I know. Oh, 
But apparently, if you're, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I did read the rules, but okay, I skimmed the rules. If you, there's some sort of dummy player thing that's more of a set and forget, not so much of a dummy player. Ah, uh, you don't have spots. to kind of control it all the time. And yeah, unobtrusive dummy players are a winner. Yes, so that's really good. So I'm looking forward to that. But apparently, you put down a token. I'm not sure if it's a dummy token or it's something else in Sandusky if you play with Indianapolis. I don't know where Sandusky there. is. Sandusky is the home of Cedar Point. Which is an amusement park, right? Yes, with okay. all the great rides that I grew up going yeah, on. Yeah, I remember that anecdote. Yeah, yep. and this is set in the late... Well, they wrote down X1X Century, which would be the 19th. Okay, yep. So, and that's kind of when Cedar Point was formed. I don't know, I just feel like I'm part of a bigger zeitgeist of amusements. And like you say, light, fair, easy laughs, popcorn... Yeah, and it's good to say. I mean, we uh, the cover immediately makes me think of is it Big Top? No, what is the game we've got? That's well, that's a question I have for you. How many circus games do you think we already drum own? roll, drum yes. roll, not Big Top? So we have drum roll. We have Circus Flicati. Well done, because I'd actually forgotten. We that have one. Um, isn't the Flea Circus? No, that is it. That's Circus Flicati. Um, mm. We have that flea one with the big giant. Right. Yeah. So we have Reiner Canizia's Amazing Flea Circus, which yes. is not to be confused with his Circus Flicati. Okay. Which yeah, I do yeah, believe yeah. in Polish or something um, means flea circus. Yeah. I mean, no, no, Trichirion is not a circus. No. And then you start getting into like carnival yeah. territory, like with unfair. Yeah. But a circus is its own thing. A circus should all is be under one Is that it for time. our circus games? As far as I know. As yeah. far as board game geek um, circus theme. They don't have an archaeology theme, but they no. have a circus theme. Okay. so we've Okay. Got... So you've been to these fly-by-night circuses. Yep. So my circus experiences, can you remember them? Because I tell you lots of anecdotes. And then I worry that later when I'm dead, you won't remember them Why all. don't you tell me the anecdote? Because it would be more colorful coming from you. Because, oh, you know, sure. my basic knowledge of this anecdote will... But I feel like I need to be constantly quizzing you for when you give a eulogy for me. You know, I don't remember the anecdote at all. So, you know, if you told me, I'd <laughs> well, not so much stand as, a greater chance. You know, what's called the you know classic anecdote. I'll it's, remember it when you start It's more like it. just vague one time I did a thing yeah. type stuff. So when I was growing up, we went to the circus every year. Of course, circuses and our attitudes as a society towards circuses, it's all changed a yeah, lot. Yeah, absolutely. Animals are mistreated as, or were mistreated in the past and hopefully aren't now because getting animals out of circuses has been, I think, a, a big deal. Um, yeah, yeah. So we will have animals in our circus when we play Three Ring Circus. Do you think there'll be people protesting that? Huh. I'm going to say no if it's set in the 19th century. Right, but there are other practices, and we won't elaborate, that are set in earlier eras that people also don't like oh, to see right. in board games. Oh, you're right. Don't like to so... see board games. Yeah, maybe. It'll be interesting to see, won't it? You know? Well, yeah, I'm not opposed to Cause, it. Because the circus, you know would have loads of things that would be considered problematic today. Like, you know, I guess it's more carnival. the freak show? Freak show, you yeah. know, bearded woman, you mm. know, things along those lines. Well, what if she's the self-empowered bearded woman who yeah. is pleased with her beard and, maybe, maybe. and has grooming tips for everybody? Well, I think we'll tell ourselves when we play Three Ring Circus that we are treating the animals very well. Humanely. This is a rare circus. They're all the, rescues. They all, um, we just put them into acts. That they get they paid. show aptitude for it. Of yeah. course they get paid. Yeah. Yep. And not in peanuts, unless that's what they want. So, right. So when I was growing up, we didn't know any of these things. Or if people knew, no, it wasn't no. filtering down to me. So. Oh, on my first trips to the zoo, you know, the 
the at the Perth Zoo they have mm. that picture of the original bear cages and it says unbearable and you know Trisha the elephant you know now mm. sa- sadly departed um, had that horrible concrete cage and I remember going when all those cages were the worst and yeah, but we they were also really, just how cages were we didn't really think about it no I mean, even though today you know you know my right. mum and I, and I you know we're strong advocates for. You know, these things being mm. as humane as, as, you know, they can be to the point where it's actually better than being in the wild because you're sort of safe and get well looked after. Yeah. And you brought up Trisha and I think elephants, if you're going to think of a circus animal, that's kind of the go-to yeah. animal. And I don't remember all of Trisha's history, but for people who aren't from Western Australia or didn't see the memes and such pass through their social media and when did she pass away a year or two ago yeah um so the city i mean she's just was beloved yeah and was what 62 60 something along those lines in early 60s yeah. right and um i'm getting all teared up talking about it yeah. but the like all these buildings in the city of perth you know put their lights on for oh no i'm getting too emotional <laughs> yeah. you talk yeah so really you know sad. she's so, you know, Trisha had been at Perth Zoo. She's an Asian or Indian elephant and uh, had been at Perth Zoo for it was certainly as long as I've been alive, you know, and longer than that. And, uh, you know, she started out in a really crappy sort of concrete, you know, um, cage that wasn't so big, you know, she could walk just across it about, down and... you know, five or six elephant lengths either mm-hmm. direction. And, you know, then in the end was in a really nice sort of, you know, realistic, sort of habitat with you know a couple of other elephants yeah. and you know water and and you know she used to get you know walk around the zoo every day and and things like that and uh you know she finally passed away or you know because you know she was just getting sick she had some mm. problems um a couple a year or two ago and yeah the whole city sort of was in a bit of mourning because she'd been this sort of constant in our city you know our zoo's kind of in the heart of Mm. the city in in south perth which is just sort of outside of the central business district which would be called downtown in the united states Mm. and um yeah all the a lot of the local businesses and and things like council buildings you know police stations things like that would put up sort of sort of light displays, you know, depicting an elephant, you know. Right, the... sort of like uh, turning on different offices within the buildings. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Patterns outside. Yeah, it was really cool, you know, and Ooh. sweet. Yeah, it, it was... was sweet. Well, also sweet was me getting to go to the circus when I was yep. growing up and there were elephants and it was good. And it was the Shriner Circus we always went to. I knew about Ring... Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, which I guess combined at some point, yep. the big names. But and I don't know if it was because um, my uncle had been involved with the Shriners and, of course, Masons and stuff that we went to the Shriner Circus in particular. But the first circus I remember going to, I was four years old. We were about to move from New York to Michigan, and that's the one where I met a celebrity. How can you forget this? I've forgotten who the was man it? who narrates "There Will Come Soft Rains" by Ray Bradbury. Oh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, so at the so Leonard Nimoy came out and he sang, and that was his thing. He was with the circus, Shriner Circus, singing for about you know, fifteen minutes or so as part of it. And was he Spock at this point? Yeah, he'd been Spock. Spock was over. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, Star Trek. So he kind of come down in the world a bit. He was very busy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was doing stuff and. Um, so I remember being in the stands and singing, sing, sing a song. Yeah. You know that song? Yeah, I do. I do. I know. Okay. And I remember him leading us and all that. And it was really this joyful, nice memory. 
But then afterward, like the show had kind of cleared out and he came out to just kind of greet fans and stuff. And my dad brought me down to, you know, the rings, the front row. And, you know, I said hello to him. And I knew he was, you know, somebody. But again, I'm only four years yeah. old. And my dad, who was not a Trek fan, said that he did it because he thought that would be nice for me to remember later. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, now I'm going to get all teared up again. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see this coming. This So... Um, obviously, you know, no circus ever topped it after that, but we have actually been to a circus together, you and I, that you've forgotten. Some would say not one, but two, a two and one. The circus so nice, they named it twice. I don't know. Circus, circus, casino in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You know, of all the casinos when we were living there, I think we went there the least. Yeah, we didn't go to Circus Circus that often. I think maybe twice. Maybe. I know I went once or twice before. I remember going in once into the area outside and looking at something, some photo thing they had out there and... I don't really... We certainly didn't eat there. No. No, no. Because the joke was always that the Vegas vacation buffet was based on the food of circus. circus. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, though, I heard that Circus Circus Casino was so much fun that, you know, parents would go do gambling, but you could see all these circus acts. And certainly over the years, and I've read up about vintage Las Vegas and such, yeah, they had circus acts going. But the times we went there, no circus acts. I miss Vegas, I do. <laughs> you know, the thought, you know, all these places that we didn't go to often enough, you know, that we kind of took for granted a little bit, you know, when we were there. We did the best we could. <clears throat> I mean, we time. went to places like Bellagio, Treasure Island, Mirage and everything plenty of times. Many times. Some of those other places, you know. Like where? Well, Circus Circus, Flamingo, you know. I was going to say, as it is We did Vegas, eat at Flamingo though, right, didn't we? To our, our we had the buffet red. once or was that was that Harrah's? I can't remember. It, I remember we walked by one and went to the other. But, you know, it's the, that Vegas is gone. It, that's Vegas for you. Yeah, yeah. So I, when I think about us going to Circus Circus. But circus Circus is still there. It is, but I think, you know what I think about? I think about us standing out in front of um, La Concha... Um, and the Riviera and yeah. popping in there. And, and I think about us walking over on that hot, sweaty day just to see what was up at Circus Circus. Yeah. And Riviera's gone. All that there stuff There were a lot of hot, side. sweaty days in Vegas. Just <laughs> to Usually we were in the air conditioning. Yeah. Every once in a while we explored and we went over to Circus Circus. But yeah, there was never anything really circusy there than the very frightening clown sign. It, it was pretty frightening. Yeah. But good on them for actually having Clowns in general are frightening. In fact, I hope they're really backgrounded in this game i haven't they're kind of like the human version of monkeys you know i'm not a fan of either so do you have any big thoughts on the gameplay or game mechanisms in um three ring circus because i have to admit this is one that is primarily uh, you 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 were interested in it and any game you're interested in i want to add to our collection you know and but I think also you were interested because it's Devere. Devere. Yeah, yeah. I so, don't feel like I was driving the train Obviously, I haven't on done a huge amount of research into this one. And so, you know, well, I, I know I, I glanced at it. I looked at the mechanisms and I thought, yep. Sort of making tableaus and you have oh, those different are good. things. And, yeah. and there was a, there's a popcorn card. Oh. I have really been craving popcorn since... We got we had, it from the cinema. We had popcorn delivered. Uber Eats from yeah, the you don't, cinema. You don't want to ask how much that costs. But they're um, two for one again. So, oh, yeah. So okay. maybe it'll happen tonight. Maybe. We'll have to see if we have something good to watch, watch with yeah. it. I was also going to ask you, because I didn't feel like you had enough real-life circus experience, what your favorite fictitious circus has been. And I could think of two. Um, 
the one on Big Fish. Yeah, that was one I thought of. And which is a lovely film, and I just wanted. To is it a circus to... in American Horror Story with Freak Show? And it's more of a carnival, um, isn't it? And maybe maybe it's yeah. It's a hybrid because it has the Freak Show. Going, I mean, but I guess freak there's got to be a circus in lots of video games I've played. Um, you're forgetting what I would assume might be your favorite circus. Which would be the one in Wheel of Time. Oh, yes, yes. Val and Lucas traveling. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one. Or is yeah. that a carnival? But a lot, it a lot of rides. people don't like that part of the book. Ah, but I but thought I you'd be oppositional. Yeah. So, circus, no rides. Carnival, rides. Sideshow and attractions, both. We need a Venn diagram. Yeah, no, I think circuses have, can have rides. Really? Yeah, you know, as long as there's a circus element, you know, mm. they've got actual the circus and, you know, whereas, but if the rides are the main focus, then that's an issue. Well, I would point out that Circus Circus Casino does have rides, but that's true. again, no, certainly no elephants, which thank goodness, given Circus Circus and given the Las Vegas Zoo. Hopefully that's improved. Yeah. That was bad. So are there any four ring circuses? Why is three the kind of go-to number? I think because of the Venn diagrams. It's just the perfect little... You start putting four in and you're stuck outside of all the circles in the center. But maybe. Are there two ring circuses? Just sort of an infinity? Lower tier ones. Yeah, maybe. And then the big fish. I'm pretty sure that was one ring. Ah. I don't know. No, I mean, it's one big tent. It's hard to tell. Yeah. So, yeah, and you have to have the stripes as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, you have to. Otherwise, if there isn't, you have to foreground the pink and the orange. And you're wearing a pink shirt. So I am, I am. Yeah, you were very circus appropriate. I have some more trivia for you. You mentioned some of our circus games. Yes. Yes, because we don't have a lot to talk about with Three Ring Circus. No, we really don't. We really don't. I couldn't tell you how it plays, really. Seems all right. Yeah. And um, and it starts with the number three instead of the letter T, as in T-H-R-E. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, we don't have many games that start with a number. I know. (laughs) That chef's game, whatever. 13 chefs. Yeah. Um, what do we have? 12 days of Christmas one that takes three players. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Yep. There. All right. How many games on Board Game Geek do you think there are that are labeled as having the circus theme? 48. Incorrect. So it's more than this? 195. Okay. And where do you think Three Ring Circus, which is fairly new and I don't think in lots of homes yet, where do you think? 17. Interesting. It's seven. Oh. Yeah. So it's climbing right up there. Oh, you mentioned the ones we own. Um, is drum roll the top? Drum roll is not the top oh. of the ones we own. Circus Flacati? Yes. Wow. Circus Flacati comes in at number four, and drum roll comes in at number five. Oh, wow. And What's number one? Um, number one is Scout. That I'm... isn't it? Two players. You've seen it. it has a little tent. Oh, the box yeah, is about yeah, yay yeah, big. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound very circusy. And then The Magnificent is number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Do you? Because I, I, I didn't really. And number three is Meeple Circus. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm. And then when I was looking at the list, did you know that there's a Carcassonne Circus? I did not. There is. Excellent. That was some interesting trivia to pad out and otherwise... <laughs> Not much to say about Three Ring Circus. Well, here I'm thinking, you know, we spend a lot of time nailing down our shtick at the yeah. start of episodes and trying to, you try and remember what it is exactly, as that you we do say. here. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I think we need more trivia adjacent to our games. Well, especially as we're not the biggest researchers into games, you know, we kind of go on vibe and appearance and mm-hmm. basic mechanisms. I, You're more of a researcher yeah. than I am. Why is there a we? 
You know, I as an example. We sometimes, enough. but I I'm more of a gut person, you know, and you, you know, are. Although sometimes I ask you to research because I'm not convinced. Yeah, and then you know, like at times like this, when I come back with this irrefutable reason to get Age of Interventions, you know, and what was that reason again? That it's good, really good. <laughs> Because of the reasons. Yeah, because of reasons. So when you're marking student essays and they just say a thing's a thing because it's If they're arguing about a um, Terra Mystica game, then sure. So the game that we decided not to add to our collection is, would you say the ART project or are you comfortable calling it the art project? I call it the art project. And this is interesting in that this is the one that you keep forgetting was the one we're going to do this week and that I remembered. And it's usually the other way around. It is. It is. Probably because this was a game that I kind of was pushing and... Cough to trade cough? Yeah. And then I pulled the plug while we were still watching it, you know, and said, nah. Watching somebody's video. Yeah, I think the thing for me about it is it's a pretty game, Vincent de Trade Art. You know, I like the cover. It looks kind of... Uh, the board looks good, you know, the... It is properly punctuated, unlike Time Stories. Yes. Hmm. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, with the terminal um, yes. period in the... Th- yes, absolutely. But it just looked too abstract to me, you know. I, I like I like this idea of saving art and so forth, but the whole idea of a certain number of tokens coming out and then the art appears in the city and it all just felt a bit like shuffling tokens around and gathering tokens to cause things to happen and it took me out of the theme a bit and I just thought, yes. nah. Yes, I made positive and negatives on here, but I think ultimately, I, first of all, it's cooperative, but it, it felt like it should really just be solo. Yeah. I thought, oh, well, we have our shared guns and walkie-talkies, and I got to make the comment that, see, Steven Spielberg, we can actually have both in the same spot. Yeah. But, and I didn't know why, because you said the symbol thing was bothering you. I thought, but it is clever. It lets you use different maps. And we really, uh, when we The maps look cool. Yeah, the maps looked really good. Like, that was like, oh, I didn't know it had this. And I thought that moment, well, we'd probably swing to getting it. Look how much stuff is in it. Yeah, for such a smallish looking box. And like you say, the overall pleasing aesthetic. And the designers, one of the designers from Imaginarium and the welcome, one of the welcome two people. Yeah. So that's a pretty good pedigree. But that upkeep, I was sort of with you on that. Just It felt kind of shuffly and just not exciting and thematic. And yeah, you know, I kind of want, if, the, if I'm finding art, I want to feel like it's already there, not like it gets generated, you know, by you doing things. And in much right. in the way as, this is going to sound like a really weird comparison, but it's part of the way, I, similar to not grabbing me, the way that um, Mysterium did, you know, the way, you know, there wasn't a set sort of answer, you know, it kind of got sort of revealed as you went along. Maybe that's just in the two-player version. Maybe. But there was something going on that I didn't like in Mysterium that way and I don't like this idea that you're calling art into sort of places and uh, that's how I understood it, you know, I mean. Right, it's... Uh, people might say, oh, you're thinking too much about it. And I suppose yeah. we want a game where you are thinking them, or is that thematic? Yeah. I was thinking about art heists and and also saving art from foragers and people who steal it, you know, they replace it. And, pe- yeah. and then a hundred years later, you realize it was a copy and so forth. That's all really interesting to me. I always like reading or hearing about art-related stuff. 
Yeah, like, you know, and the all the missing Nazi stuff and that mm. train with all the art on it and the amber room and yeah. you know all these fascinating things. This is great. Yeah. And as you know, I'm an apologist for Hudson Hawk. Yes. You know, <laughs> so um, the much maligned Bruce Willis film that everyone thought was going to be the next Die Hard but wasn't. Mm. It did come out after Die Hard. I'm pretty sure. Huh. I guess in my head it was before. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... I always like the 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 world building you can actually get into with art and all the yeah. cool things from everything from the restorations fascinating yeah we've been history. watching those youtube videos of people restoring art and we, of course you always who who doesn't like bob ross no you right. know and and yeah it's all it's all very fascinating i like the theme i just didn't feel like the art was foregrounded enough it could have been anything you know you right. could have been saving penguins from you know and <laughs> From melting ice shelves or something. We have that game. It's polar Rescue bear. Rescue polar bear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a good game. But and then the components, like the little white gloves. I think the people stealing them are the white glove or white hand. Oh, uh, they they kind of looked a bit like Mickey Mouse hands to me. Yeah, I mean, I do appreciate that these thieves are wearing gloves to protect the artwork. Although That's good. At least we they learned respect the art. Yeah, we learned that um, sometimes you don't want to wear gloves. Because you'll actually take less care because you have less feeling. Oh. And uh, certainly with books, sometimes it's better to have a naked finger. Huh. So, yeah, we're not backing the art project. Although it looks like a fine game. It does. It's And, you know, I've... Look, people are always saying, oh, this has no theme, this has no theme, the theme's posted on... And I defend games and I say, no, that's fine. And everyone perceives theme differently. It just mm. felt a little bit too abstract and shuffly and sure yeah yeah we had different needs yeah so with that let's go on to what we actually played and dare i spoil it enjoyed it was fun playing astra it's a good game astra do you know what ad astra means no to to the stars i think ah that makes sense isn't there a game called ad astra so astra was we did add astra yeah we did to our collection (laughs) and we added it later than other people yeah because yeah yeah sorry i'm talking over that's okay because we were waiting for it to arrive with voidfall yeah and it took a while and i don't we saved on shipping so it came along with voidfall and a very well packed i thought as always with uh, mind clash productions sent through etherworks so I mean, shout out to both companies yeah sadly we were sitting here with nothing to play though waiting for it oh yeah <laughs> so your expectations were what and did it meet them uh i thought it was pretty and looked fun and uh you know it's mind clash so it's going to be a really great quality production I saw the result, the reviews come in quite lukewarm. I think it's like six point four on Board Game Geek at Is the moment, it? which surprises me because That's I, shocking. I thought it was a genuinely fun game. I yeah, well, that was part of it. Is my expectations started to go down because I, I wasn't hearing any buzz. Yeah, there was initially like this game's come out. We have this game ahead of everybody, as the reviewers always do, and then it's not resurfacing anywhere. So, yeah, it, the theme, very inviting. I like astronomy a lot. The mechanisms, sturdy as can be. Yeah, simple. You yeah. Know, um, and it is very pretty. Fairly unobtrusive dummy player. 
And good use of kind of for the two-player game. Oh yeah, very unobtrusive, Mm. and it's good. It kind of has a blue and beige thing going, little white, very neutral. And then of course your colors get added to it. I really like how the markers kind of make me think about the color temperatures of different stars within a constellation. And I think the when you are filling in the stars within the constellations on each card, and one happens to get done, I think it looks really nice. Yeah, I agree, and I disagree with like I heard Tom. Vassal on the Dice Tower in, in their review, they, they liked it, the two people who reviewed it. However, they one of their gripes was that the whiteboard markers on it all, you know, you couldn't tell the difference between blue and green and some... I found them incredibly distinct. You know, yeah. there's no danger of me mistaking. We played blue and green as our... Uh, and then we went and played it again after we heard that. Yeah, and I and I would never mistake these two colours. So. Maybe they have... Um, uh, Playing in a dim room. Maybe or? they are. Maybe the game designers heard feedback and they changed the markers. or so. I don't know. But yeah, because that review was a long time ago, so possibly. Yeah, so I have trivia for okay. you because, you know, I do... Do research, but not always necessarily. About and of course, the and because game. it's a small game and it was fun and we enjoyed playing it, and there's not a huge amount to talk about. Well, so you're you're trying to claim these constellations, and there are 48 constellations within the game. What is constellation to you? A collection of stars that form a shape. So that's what I thought, and then yeah. I did an astronomy course at some point in my life, yeah. and they're actually. It's actually real estate in the sky, which happens to include those stars. Are you going to sneeze? No. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's also the space around it. So, there are borders. Gotcha. And there were traditionally 48 because of Ptolemy did a thing where he made 48 constellations. Okay. And so, today there are 88. Wow. Right. 88 lines about... About 48 constellations. Yeah. And that includes sort of the original 48 plus the modern ones. So we've actually lost one of those 48. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's one that's actually come up in our game both times. And the I don't arrow know, one? No, that one's still there. This one, it was, it was lost because it was split into three. Ah. Because it was just the biggest constellation. It's like 28% bigger, I think Wikipedia said, than the next biggest constellation, which the Argo was one? Hydra. Yes, the Argo Navis. So that one's been lost to us because it's been split into three sections because it had 160 visible stars. Well, I mean, not in the game. No, I mean, were people there like, you know, just drawing out pirates on the board, or, you know, whoever sailors. Yeah. And, and here's an individual ore. And so the, and it's also moved south a bit because of the procession of the earth, you know, how yeah, constellations yeah. wibble wobble. So yeah, I, I do think the cool thing about the ship though, was it sails on the Milky Way. It's kind of its river. Uh, so it touches yeah. that. So the constellations it's split into are Carina, which you may have heard of, which means the keel. So it's still parts of a boat. Yeah. Uh, Vela or Vela, which means the sails. And the third constellation it's split into is Puppis. Do you know what that is? Not a dog. No. <laughs> it's, it's the thing that always slightly amused, slightly embarrassed me to talk about as a kid because it came up in a Dr. Seuss book. It is the poop deck. Ah, okay. <laughs> so there's a poop deck constellation <laughs> and it's called Puppis. Yeah, I suppose it's because it's better than poop. Yeah, <laughs> poopus. Maybe that's yeah. how it's pronounced because the U, the long oh, U. Oh, maybe. Oh, dear. So my next question for you yep. is can you define an asterism? So You know this game's called When something's Astra. described using stellar language like... Like 
good job or like to do no, with stars. No, <laughs> what's an asterism? I have no idea. So an asterism is like your saucepan and my dipper. So it's ah, part okay. of a constellation that forms some shape and you've given a name to it. Sort of our colloquial constellations. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Right, so in the Southern Hemisphere or just in Australia, you call the Big Dipper the saucepan? Yes, that's right. Why? I don't know, because a Big Dipper to me is like, I don't know what a Big Dipper is. Hmm. Dipper, it's so ambiguous. Well, I suppose, well, no, you dip your ladle in. And yeah, well, you could also dip in a halloumi wedge or, you know, <laughs> fry. And now I want wedges with sour cream and sweet chili sauce. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Now I want to go out and make my own set of constellations. We do have a bag asterisms. of tater tots in the fridge. Do we? Yes. Hmm. Do we have sour cream? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. I think it's all right. Yeah. You say probably. Okay, some other things that delighted me. Yep. I liked the Stardust a lot. Oh, yeah. Look, it's amazing the difference you get with an identical resource, those like sort mm-hmm. of gem-like, exactly the same shape and texture as the gems from, say, Istanbul and any right. of a thousand other games. Right. But it has that kind of colour of like Coca-Cola that's been left in the bottom of Ooh. a glass with some ice. And the ice so is... it's diluted. Is, yeah, and it's that just ever so light cola colour to them. And You did such a better job. I was trying to think of it and I came up with Sunset Sienna, but no, diluted Coca-Cola. Diluted Coke dregs. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> a great... That's that's I love that color. I thought it was really interesting. And another delight I had with this game was the erasers. Yeah, they work. They they're, don't they're smudge really stuff everywhere, good. and they don't seem dirty afterwards. No, yeah, you just yeah. keep going. Like you don't I don't feel like you're just pushing stuff around. No, and I had a hell of a time today. Let me tell you, cleaning my whiteboard Same. in my room. What's happened there? I thought, did I write in permanent marker on it? It's because the, the, just the colored ones are bad. The black pen's fine, but whatever those. Co- For me, it was the opposite. Oh, I, really? I wrote with. I went to erase something I wrote yesterday. This is at school, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't budging. I had to actually go find some whiteboard cleaner and a rag yeah. and get it off of there. I won't even tell you about the disaster in my other room today, where I was trying to clean the whiteboard marker, but someone had previously used that rag in there to mop up. A broken biro or pen. And I smeared pen ink ink all over. So I had to hit it with cleaner and eventually got it off. Well, another delight I had was thinking about, I wouldn't mind an expansion because you could get into other um, constellations. Yeah. You get into, say, the Chinese constellations. Or I was thinking about not like the Australian Aboriginal people, the Incan people also looked to the shapes of the dark spaces in the Milky Way and the yeah. dark spaces in the sky. Talk about a good lack of light pollution. They're sort of a sky is half full type. Yeah. Like. So you could actually flip it and sort of do it the other way around. It's, it's sad because the, you know, the lukewarm reception really makes it unlikely. I think that they will do anything with it. Well, speaking of lukewarmish reception, I did actually write a couple of quotes from the dice tower because yep. I had my notes handy when I was watching that review. They weren't happy with the end scoring. I don't understand why. Yeah, it's light enough that to me it doesn't need a huge, amazing... It gave me... Well, I think Tom Vassett was saying he didn't really care what cards other people have. And that is actually normally me. But I didn't want you to know that I was going for Earth Yeah, it was more about what I had. Yeah. 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 So... And also they said it went a smidge too long, yet I found it so fast. So is that just two-player privilege? 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't find it went that long. And and if you want to make the scoring more complicated at the end, or maybe they wanted to make it more simple, but they would just make it a, a um, longer game if it, the scoring got made. You mm. know, you know, there was specific goal cards that were more complex and so forth. I have something else interesting. Mm. I received a notification today that Mind Clash's next project is going up on GameFound on the seventh of November. Shall I guess what it is? I think you will guess. I think it'll be. A sequel. Yes. And I think it'll be a one word title, except for the subtitle. Yes. Which will be feature two numbers and a conjunction and the word episodes. Yes. Is it Perseverance episodes three and four? Yes, it is. Wow. I've it feels kind of <laughs> foolish because we've only played the other touched. ones. But is that was be... so much fun. They were. They were They were really oh, good and we played yeah. them multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but before they got shelved forever or yeah. for five years. Yeah. Boy, that's a big box. I yeah. Just... Two big boxes. I know. Wait. Oh, no, it's one big box, right? Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. probably the same size yeah, as the is, other big yeah. box. They were, they were fun games. We've, yeah. We've got to move some games. Yeah, I'll so put we it. We'll, get some maybe this up. weekend I'll do a listing and we'll clear some of these out. Who would you advise play Astra? Because I guess it's not for everybody. No, I can't quite recommend it for like kids. You know, it's just a little bit too... <sighs> they might find it too abstracted. Yeah. I like the different areas. Like the first time I went... The rules of drawing are like a bit specific, you know, and, and so mm-hmm. forth. Yeah, I, I did like... I took different approaches. The first time I was... I couldn't help building up my wisdom both times. That just... Yeah. I wanted to do. But the first time I... I made sure I had a lot of gems coming in when I rested, but the second time I was just scraping along with five. And I, yeah. you're very good at using your card abilities at the start, whereas yeah. I tend to hoard that kind of thing. I think really intelligent young people, you know, would okay. you know, think, but also interest um, in astronomy. Yeah, people or astrology. Yeah, because you know. certainly the whole zodiac's represented yeah. in and, there, and um, just people who don't suck really, you know, <laughs> like. You know, it's it's it it doesn't deserve a six point four. It's a fun game, and well, I know a lot of it? people say six is a good mark, but who are we kidding? We all know seven's the cutoff point for goodness on yes. board game geek. Six is not good. Forget Will you go it. to the eight for Astra? Yeah, I'd give it an eight. Yeah. I like it a lot. Same. Yeah, it's a great and game. Time will tell on the rest. Yep. I, it's relaxing. It's pleasing. I just I get yeah, like you say, if you don't suck, give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you may notice to the side, I set up a game today. You have. But I don't know how to play it. So why don't we go figure that out? I think so. And maybe I'll go serve up some tater tots. With unexpired sour cream. Yeah. Well, not very much expired. Let's go see how that works. (laughs) 